Want to have better conversations? Join the Small Talk Made Simple class. In this 10-day email course, you'll learn how to be more confident and competent at approaching people, having meaningful conversations, and talking about yourself. And it's completely free. Sign up now at thecmethod.com. You're listening to Stand Out, Get Noticed, the show that helps you communicate with confidence so you can stand out from the crowd and get noticed by all the right people. To subscribe to the show, go to thecmethod.com. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to episode 82 of Stand Out, Get Noticed. My name is Christina Cantors, communication skills speaker, coach, and host of this show. In today's episode, I'll be sharing with you key steps you need to take if you want to achieve success in any area of your life. Now, I'm recording this from Hub Melbourne, and we've actually moved locations. We moved across the street, so I'm in a brand new meeting room that I've never recorded in before. They're still doing some works upstairs, so you might hear some buzzing of some angle grinder or something in the background. Um, So that's, yeah, so that's why it might sound a little bit different than usual. Okay, so I was inspired to do this episode from a meetup I went to last night. And I also want to give a shout out to that meetup group. The name of the group is the Leadership Personal Development and Business Networking Meetup. And I went to their, so it's a a monthly meetup and I went there last night with a client here in Melbourne. I was helping my client with her networking skills and her elevator pitch. And I was there, we were there together at this meetup to, for me to observe how she went and how, and to to give her feedback as well on how she presented herself. Now, I wanted to give a shout out to this meetup because I was really impressed with the people there. They were all really engaged, interested, and really inspiring people who were there to have genuine and great conversations with other like-minded people. It can sometimes be a bit hit and miss at these meetups, but I found the people there to be awesome. So they meet once a month in the Melbourne CBD. So if you're in the area, check out the meetup group on their page. I'll put a link to it in the show notes to make it easier for you. The show notes will be at thecmethod.com slash steps to success. That's thecmethod.com slash steps to success. Or you can check out meetup.com and search for leadership, personal development and business networking meetup. (laughs) Bit of a mouthful. Hopefully you can remember that. Now, the theme of last night's meeting was personal steps to success, and we discussed what you need to do if you want to reach those goals that you set for yourself. Now, the interesting thing was, of course, that everyone had their own idea of what the exact steps to success were. So we got into some healthy discussions about what was important and what should take priority, what different things meant to different people. So anyway... I thought in this episode, I would share with you what my personal steps to success are and how they can help you to take your speaking skills, your confidence and your career or business to the next level. Now, before we get into that, I just want to quickly let you know that I am going to Vietnam this week on vacation. Yay. And I will actually be taking a break from the podcast. So there will be no podcast next week. Okay. No podcast. So I will see you in two weeks time. Okay. Let's get into this week's main topic. Firstly, why should you have steps to success? Why is this important? Well, the thing is, if you don't, 
you'll never take action. Or you'll do something and head in the completely wrong direction and end up doing something that you'd never intended in the first place for all the wrong reasons. Winston Churchill once said, he who fails to plan is planning to fail. And I'm sure this applies to she's as well. (laughs) Or you could also say that uh, proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. That's the six P's, I believe. So the first thing I'd like you to do is to think about all of those things that you have always said that you'd love to do someday. Maybe it's something like losing five kilos or running a marathon or becoming a director or executive at your company. Maybe it's going to that meetup you've always wanted to go to or giving a speech at Toastmasters, traveling through South America, going to acting classes, learning an instrument, whatever that thing is that you always say, yeah, 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 I'd love to do that someday or that would be amazing to do someday. So I'd like you to write them down. Then I want you to write down all the things that you did in the last 24 hours. Everything. Maybe you checked email. Maybe you went to meetings, played video games, caught up with a friend, watched some TV, Instagrammed your food, scrolled through Facebook, went shopping, etc., etc., etc. When you've written down a list of all the things that you've done in the last 24 hours, I want you to then look at the list of the things that you wanted to do someday. And then think about how much time in the last 24 hours did you spend on those someday things? Chances are you might have spent little, if not no time on those things. So if this is the case, how can you expect that you'll achieve those things if you don't actually make time and plan to do them? This is why it's important to have these steps to success so you can turn those someday things into today things. Now, of course, this podcast is focused on confidence and communication skills. So if you have a goal in terms of what you like to achieve with your communication or or your speaking or um, what you'd like to achieve at work, that's cool. But if you also have another goal that's got nothing to do with, with any of that, that's also fine. It still applies. Alrighty. So when I say steps to success, it actually suggests that success is the end result. And I just want to make a couple of things clear. In my experience, it's not the case that success is the end result. These steps that I'm about to share with you aren't just things that you follow once and then that's it. I see these steps as ongoing things that you need to do throughout your life, carry them out, and then rinse and repeat. And in my opinion, the minute you start to carry out these steps, you are successful. You're already a step ahead of the person who doesn't even decide that they want to take control of their lives and improve themselves for the better. Does that make sense? So the minute you start, you are already successful, okay? Now let's move on to it. How do you do it? What are the steps? Step one, commit to making a change. This is so important. You need to decide that you are in control of your own circumstances. One of my favorite quotes is from George Bernard Shaw, and he says, I don't believe in circumstances. The people who get on in this world are those who look for the circumstances they want, and if they can't find them, make them. And I didn't even read that out. I memorized that because I've heard it so many times and I love it so much. 
when I was doing architecture, so when I was when I was an architect uh, a few years ago, I reached a point where I realized I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want having someone else tell me what to do. I want to be able to make my own decisions and do my own thing. And it was like this light bulb moment that that came on and and I just made that decision that I was going to do something else. Now what that something else was, I didn't actually know. I didn't know at the time. But I had committed to making a change and I'd committed to myself that I was going to find what that thing was and I was going to get out there and I was going to do it. And I wasn't going to hold back and let my circumstances dictate where I was going to stay in life. Yeah. So another example, if you've been told your entire life that you're shy and you believe that you're shy and awkward, chances are you will act that out. Now, I want you to commit to making a change and commit to yourself and say, just because this is what I've been told I am doesn't mean this is the way I have to be for the rest of my life. I can control who I am and I can control whether I'm shy or not. And I'm going to act on that. Yeah. So that's the most powerful thing you can do. Commit to making that change. Step number two is to decide on what you want. Now don't get too analytical with this. It doesn't matter if it's necessarily the right thing or or not. Just decide on what, what, it is, what is it that you want right now? Do you want to be more confident? Do you want a better role within your company? Do you want to be able to deliver a speech off the cuff without having to prepare and without getting really, really nervous? Some people call this goal setting. If you're over the idea of goal setting, write down what instead what it is that you want to create. What do you want to create in your life? Do you want to create great relationships with people? Do you want to create an amazing career for yourself? You know, write that down. So I want you to decide on what you want. Number three, visualize that thing. Ask any high-performing individual, whether it's an athlete, a business person or performer, and they'll tell you about the power of visualization. If you want to be a confident speaker or a good listener, or you want to stand tall or be an engaging person, visualize yourself as that person you want to be. I like to visualize myself being a keynote speaker at an international conference, speaking to a huge audience and receiving a standing ovation. And when your brain sees this image, it will work to make it a reality. So make sure you keep an eye out for me on the TED stage at some point. If you're about to give a presentation and you're nervous or you're about to go into an important meeting or or an important event, beforehand, visualize yourself being confident and making great conversations and getting along well with people and having the audience really enjoying what you're talking about. You know, use that power of visualization so you have that positive picture in your head when you go into it. That will help you reach the level of success that you want. Step number four, surround yourself with the right people. You are the average of the five people you spend the most amount of time with. Another quote that I love. When I quit my job, when I started my first podcast, a lot of people didn't get what I was doing. I thought, oh, Christina's gone to find herself. She'll be back. She'll be doing, you know, coming back to architecture. And it was really hard for me to convince most of my friends that, guys, no, this is for real. I'm making a change. And what I did was I actually had to go out and make new friends. Not that I ditched the old ones, 
Well, I ditched some of them, but not all of them. But I made new friends and I hung out with people who understood what I was looking to do. You know, people who supported me and said, oh, I know how hard it is to start your own thing, Christina. So find people who are doing what you want to do. You know, find someone who's done it before and then ask them how they did it. Get yourself a mentor. Get yourself a coach. Tell people about it. Make sure that they hold you accountable for it. When I did my 30-day blogging challenge, I put it out there and I put it out on Facebook and said, guys, I've been terrible at blogging recently, so I'm doing a 30-day challenge. And then I had some people join me because they they, you know, they were like, I'm going to do it with you because I want to do, do this too with someone else. And it'll be easier because we're, we're there to hold each other accountable. So find someone else who wants to achieve the same goals as you. Yeah. So you need to surround yourself with the right people. Build that team. Think about it as a team. Step number five is to take consistent daily action. I cannot emphasize this enough. You need this to build momentum. So every day, do one thing that moves you closer to your goal. Even if it's really small, it doesn't matter. When you consistently do these things every single day, it becomes a habit and then it becomes natural. And then before you know it, you've achieved that thing that you set out to do. So every day, you might want to go out and make a conversation with someone or watch a TED talk and write down what was great about the presentation, or practice power posing every day, or go to a Toastmasters meeting, do that one thing. So do something every single day that moves you towards your goal. And you might want to pick one thing. So maybe you want to get better at making eye contact with people so that you can build better rapport with them. Pick that one thing and go, today, I'm going to make eye contact with at least five people. Do that every single day. And before you know it, it will become natural. And it will feel normal, right? And then people will say to you, oh, you're such a natural. Then you can sort of chuckle on the inside. All righty, so that's step five, to take consistent daily action. If you want, you can log this, you know, write it down. Get a, a notebook and you don't have to write it, you don't have to journal it, but just write down what are the three things I did today or the one thing I did today to help me get closer to my goal. And what's the one thing I'm going to do tomorrow? You know, so track it, track it and make sure that you're doing that that simple thing every single day. Step number six, I've got seven steps, by the way. So this is the second last one. Get feedback. This is so important because you might be taking these steps every single day, but if you're doing them in a way that's not very effective, then it's going to be very difficult to actually improve. So don't be afraid to ask people, how am I doing? What did I do well? What can I be doing better? Okay, I always ask for feedback after I I give a presentation or or a speech because I always want to be improving on what I do. And I give myself feedback. I write down, okay, what did I do well that time? What didn't I do that wasn't very effective? You know, how can I make this better for, 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 for next time? And when you receive feedback as well, it's very important that you receive it well and gracefully and gratefully yeah so if someone gives you feedback try not to get defensive and go oh yeah but I did that because of this right don't do the yeah but yeah but thank you but right just leave it just say thank you I'll take that on board even if you don't 
You don't have to take everyone's opinions on board. But if you say to them, if you acknowledge them and say, thank you for for that feedback, I appreciate it. I'll take that on board or I'll consider taking that on board for next time or definitely consider taking that on board for next time. That'll make them feel like they're heard, they're appreciated, and they'll be much more willing to give you feedback next time. Okay, if you get all defensive about it, they probably won't be as likely to want to help you out when you ask for it again. And the seventh step to success is to enjoy the journey, people. Arthur Ashe said, success is a journey, not a destination. The doing is often more important than the outcome. I mentioned earlier before how when I decided I wanted to quit my job, when I committed, right, I didn't know exactly what I was going to do, but I shared my ideas with people, you know, I built a team, right? I surrounded myself with the right people. And then I came up with the idea of, okay, I want to help architecture students and graduates be better at presentations and speaking because that's what I knew at the time. So I started doing that. And what happened was I did that for nine months. And then I realized that architecture students and graduates don't really care about presentation skills and public speaking, but that, but I don't consider that to be a failure right? I I pivoted from that. That was called design, draw, speak. And then I pivoted to the C method, but I don't see that as a failure at all because the actual doing, the actual doing, like creating the podcast, getting out there and speaking to people, telling people what I was doing, learning from other business people and from other podcasters, learning what I could help people with and the value that other people saw in me, All of that came as a result of me doing this, the first podcast. And I would not have learned any of that if I hadn't started. So all of that stuff that I learned, I was able to use to then inform my pivot when I transitioned over to the C method. Okay. So I don't see that as a failure at all. I still see that as success. It's that, it's that whole journey. And I enjoyed that every step of the way. I got to go traveling. I got to learn from people. I got to meet and build friendships with, with incredible people I would not have met otherwise. And the problem is with having, if you picture success as a destination, how do you know when you've got there? And if you're a high achiever, you might actually get there. You might say, okay, I want to yeah, I want to get paid $5,000 for a speech or for example, you might get there and get paid $5,000, but are you going to stop there? No. In fact, you're likely to go, Ooh, I just got paid $5,000. Maybe I could get paid $10,000 and then I'll be successful. Right. And when you keep on setting these higher and higher standards for yourself, you'll never actually get there and you'll never really feel happy and satisfied. So enjoy that journey as you go. And remember what I said at the start, the fact that you are already starting to do these things, you're taking action, you're surrounding yourself with good people, you're visualizing what you want to do, you're you're getting feedback. All of that stuff that you're doing is already making you successful. So I want you to know that, that you already have everything that you need to be successful. You just got to start taking those small steps, taking those, those daily, uh, doing those daily habits. Alrighty. So those are my seven steps to success. Yours might be a little bit different and that's totally cool. I just thought I'd share with you, with you mine. So feel free to steal them and morph them into your own if that's what helps. 
Just to quickly recap, number one, commit to making a change. Number two, decide on what you want. Number three, visualize that thing that you want. Number four, surround yourself with the right people. Number five, take consistent daily action. Number six, get feedback from others. And number seven, enjoy the journey. Alrighty, and that's all from me this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Show notes will be at thecmethod.com slash steps to success. If you want a written version of what I've covered here in the podcast, and also if you want the link to that meetup group that I mentioned at the start that inspired this entire episode. Now, what you can do now is you can jump on the old email and let me know what your goal is. I would love to hear it. So I want you to decide, once you've decided on what it is that you want or what you want to create, let me know. My email is cc at thecmethod.com or you can tweet me, I'm at cjcanters. That's at c-j-c-a-n-t-e-r-s. I'm a big believer in sharing your goals with people because it makes you more likely to achieve them. So I would love to know what your goals are. And with that, here is to your success. That's all from me this week. Thank you for taking some time out of your day to spend with me. I hope it's been an interesting and valuable episode for you. Keep on being awesome and I will talk to you in two weeks' time because, like I said, I'm heading to Vietnam on holiday. Yay! I'll be eating lots of banh mi over the next 10 days or so. (laughs) My name's Christina Cantors and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed.